Now, come about uh, October and November of 2017, our prophetic team went to prayer to seek out the wisdom and the knowledge of God as to what our theme would be for 2018. You've received that in your messenger, and we'll be going over that on Vision Sunday. At the same time, I, uh, in November I was in Cuba and uh, in the middle of the night praying and seeking the Lord and, and found that God had given me a directive. When I brought it together to Pastor Ron, it turns out uh, as well, Pastor Greg had the same directive, and that is, is that God wants to build this community and unite us as family, identify the power of unity and uh, our theme this year is better together i'm going to be sharing that theme for this month working with it in us as a people and so this morning i want to begin with that theme and help us to really understand that there's first of all above all other unity and need to be gathered together there's one that we must be together with and that's god how many of you know we're better together with god than apart from him. Amen? This morning as we go to the Word of God, I want you to understand that beyond the doctrine, beyond the history, beyond the signs and wonders in this book, is the personal dialogue of God. We sometimes forget how miraculous this book is in that it is God talking to us and there are passages where you can hear his heart you can hear his brokenness over us as a people you can hear his joy his singing his pleasure his promises and sometimes we get so wrapped up in the study of it we forget that it is a personal love letter of a revelation of his heart that he would draw us together unto him Revealing his heart to us. So I would ask you to please turn to Jeremiah chapter 2. And we would begin to get an essence of our Lord's heart. And I use this as an example. Jeremiah chapter 2, we start at verse 5. Well, we'll start at verse 4. Jeremiah 2, verse 4. And the Lord says this. Hear the word of the Lord. I guess that's pretty plain, isn't it? Again, now we, we think, well, that's a prophet and that's a guy talking. He's going to say these oracles and this and that. But let's get past, past that. Shema, hear, obey the word of the Lord. This is God talking. House of Jacob and all the clans of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord. What wrong? Did your fathers find in me that they went far from me and went after worthlessness and became worthless? I mean, that's a lament. That's God's heart. Have you ever been in a relationship or a situation where you ask yourself, what went wrong? And then 
then you, you, you ask for your own self, what, what wrong did they find in me? What, why are they considering these things about me? God is asking this of his own children. Parents, <laughs> sometimes we ask that question. What did I do wrong? And they say, they went far from me. And, and this is what amazes me, is hearts breaking. And, he, and I mean, how far did they go? They went after worthlessness. He brings all value. And he said, what did you find wrong in me that worthlessness was more appealing? And in doing this, you became what you sought. And so you can hear the breaking of his heart. Verse 13, you go down and it says this. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me. The fountain of living waters. That's what I am. I'm a fountain. I'm always providing. That's what fountains do. Fountains spring up. They never cease. They're always running their living waters. That's what a fountain is. I've got fresh mercies, new mercies each day for you. I'm a fresh water. I'm a new promise tomorrow, today. I've always got a fresh answer. He said, but they've forsaken the fountain of living waters and they've dug out cisterns for themselves. In fact, they're broken cisterns and they can't even hold water. That's the essence of religion. We sing and we talk about the one who is a living fountain that flows fresh water from his throne, but religion would rather dig a hole and put water in it instead of a fresh fountain that you never know what's going to move and flow. We, we contain our religion we contain our definition of god what if god is so great that you can't define him oh you know the principles and the doctrines of him but what if he's bigger than all that what if he flows in a direction that you didn't expect and you got drenched but we want a controlled substance we dig out cisterns and we put our water there and it lies stagnant and we go back to the pool and we take our sip when we want to but a living fountain will pour out whenever it wants to i want a living fountain how many of you want to be interrupted in the middle of your day just blasted by a fire hose of god Amen. just get drenched what am i doing getting drenched today Where'd that come from? How many of you love when God just pours on you? You're driving in your car and a song comes on and the fountain's flowing. You see someone at work and all of a sudden something stirs in your heart and you begin to pray and intercede for that person. There's a compassion on you. That fountain wants to flow and guess where it wants to flow out of? You, you're the spigot, you're the faucet for a living fountain. But we've made cisterns so that we can put 
our religious ideas of God in a nice, neat place, and we visit them when we choose. And they become stagnant pools. In fact, God said they're even broken. They can't even hold the water. Because is there any container that can hold the living fountain of God? This is a living fountain. We think we know it so well. But it's such a living fountain. There are passages you've read over and over and over again, but you know, next time you read it, you're going to get soaking wet because there's a dimension to it that you just haven't seen. I use this passage just to introduce to you the real heart of God. And for us to step back from Again, like I say, the doctrine and the stories and the history. And let's just listen to the voice of God for a minute. Let's listen to the heart of God when he says, it's better for us together than when we're apart. And Like a father, like a husband, he says, what did I do wrong that would make you want something else besides me? Don't you know it's better that we're together? In fact, that's what this whole book is about. This whole book is about God saying, we're better together. So God would say this. What wrong did your fathers find in me? What wrong do you find in me? And he says to mankind, I remember when I made a garden for you. And you and I sat together and you named all the animals that I had made. You set your gaze to watch and you recognized that you were incomplete and I brought someone together for you. I remember when it was good and I called it very good when we were together. But then you saw something that you thought was better than me and you looked past me. Remember when I called for you and I couldn't find you because you were hiding from me. But I found you and reminded you that you're better. We're better when we're together. Do you remember when I rescued you from the waters, when everyone drowned in their own drunkenness? We built an ark of safety together, and I taught you how to be safe with me. I closed the door and tucked you in. And when it was all over, you chose the drink too. We were better together in the hope of a new beginning, but you wanted to make a name for yourself. I remember when I called you out From your suffering and your bondage, you were crying, you were weeping. And I knew we were better together. And I came for you. And I gave you the hope of a better home that I prepared for you. And I provided a way of escape for you, and I showed you such grand demonstrations of my love. I defeated your enemy. I split the waters And I provided all that you needed for food and for rest and for your feet. 
And in the middle of all that, you said to me, we'd be better off back in our bondage. I said, no, we're better together. And you decided to just walk in circles for 40 years. I remember when I called you out of that desert place. I, I gave you water out of rocks. I put my covering over you and gave you shade all day long. And I warmed you at night. You despised my presence. I gave you a structure and a place for us to meet together. And I called out to you. But you said you were afraid to stay by my side. I gave you promises. I said we'd be together forever. I'm going to bring you into a land that I've made just for you. I fought for you. I destroyed your enemies. And I also protected you. But you chose your enemies' possessions over me. You chose their religions over being together with me. But I pursue because you're better together with me. Remember when we built a house together? Do you remember when you sang and danced and you played music and you sang to me all day and all night? We were better together when we met at the altar. You would share your tears and your heart and I raised you up as a people above all other peoples. And that just became a job to you. It became routine. I remember, I would ask you to listen to me. I would ask you to pay attention. But you wouldn't. So I would discipline you. I'd punish you. didn't say you were sorry you ignored me you broke my heart and I would say but we're better together remember that we're better together you were better when I'm with you I protect you from harm and I drive out your enemies don't you see that without me you lost every battle I remember when you were my bride. I was jealous over you. Jealous for your love. And you cheated on me for others' attraction. You slept with so many others. I, in fact, had to serve you with divorce papers. But I told you I'd wait for you to return to me because we're always better together. 
I remember when we were together and I would dress you in fine jewels with a crown on your head. I lavished you with love. You used to say to me, I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. Remember when I called you by name and said, you're mine. You're mine. I told you, I'll be there when you pass through the waters. I'll be there if you go through the fire. You're mine. But you kept drifting. I did what I could to draw you near. I know that you are so much better when you're together with me. So I showed up in person. I waited for just the right time. And I came to you in flesh and blood so that I could hold you. I humbled myself and gave everything up just to embrace you. I came to teach you and to reach out to you with my own hands. And I told you we were better together instead of apart. I came to heal you in your brokenness. I came to show you my heart. But in fact, you again rejected me you spat on me, and you killed me, and you pierced my heart and broke it. And I said, oh, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, because we're better together. I told you that we were better together, I told you I would die for you, and I forgive you. My love for you fought against your strongest enemy. I still fought. Even when you forsake me and all went astray, I broke the power of death over you. And I broke the one who's always accusing you and distorting your understanding of me. I destroyed him, and I restored the way back to me. Because I'm here to tell you, you are better together with me than apart. And I made a way for you. So I came to you with a mighty rushing wind. And I came with my fire. And I poured myself like oil all over you. And I filled you up with my love. And I shower you with gifts and I pour out my grace on you because without me you're lost and so I pursue you and I fill you and I love you and I'll never leave you because we're better together than apart. I broke the chains off of you and I rescued you to myself because we're better together. Now, I watch over you day and night. 
I intercede for you and I speak to you. I feel every thought you think and I move within you and pray for your soul and pray for you to grow in maturity. I remind you of my love and my promises because you forget them. And I lead you and I guide you with every step because we're better together. Oh, I've got plans for you. <laughs> I've got such plans for you to prosper you, to bless you, to give you hope. Sometimes you think my plans are to hurt you. Sometimes you think I neglect you. That's not true. I know. More than you understand, we are better together. I've written down every promise that I say I will fulfill for you. And I give it to you as an inheritance. And I have signed it with my blood. I never want you to forget that we're better together. I want you to remember what I did to remember my body and my blood. Every time you take it, every time you think about it, you'll know we are better together and I'll never leave. And remember this, I'm coming back for you. So that where you are, I will be also. Why? Because we're better together. And we will be forever together. That is the heart of God. That is the message of this book. And before we can be better with each other, we need to realize we're better together with him. Each one of us needs to respond to that message. I think of my response to this love think of his pursuit of my life and I have to say I pull I've pulled away I pull away because I don't understand but I want things in my time my way and we all have to have this conversation with him and say I'm sorry I pulled away from you I believe lies I come up with my own excuses. And so often I think you don't care about me, Lord. Huh, how could I be so wrong? But it is true. Most of the time I think more about me than I do you. I don't pay enough attention to you. 
but I always make demands on you for my needs. You ask me to do things, I procrastinate or I just ignore you. I spend more time looking at my phone than I do you. And you have shown me that I'm better together with you than being apart. And I'm sorry. And all I want and all I need is to recognize that I'm better with you. So I'm coming back and I'm going to make you a part of everything I do. So listen to even that statement. I'm going to make you. Maybe, maybe I, I'll make me be a part of everything you do. That's what this is. This is an ongoing relationship and conversation. This isn't a cistern and a pool that we come to the waters to drink. This is a living fountain of life. And he's your fountain. Would you bow your heads with me? May we hear the heart of God. And may we today know that we are better together with you, God, than apart. In every decision, in every attitude, in every action and thought, my thinking is better with you than by myself. My reasoning is better with you than by myself. My loving others is better with you than in my own strength. Living this life is better with you. Oh God, may I lean not on my own understanding, but acknowledge you in all my ways. We're better together. And I recognize that. If you recognize that, would you stand before the God who loves you and is beckoning to you to know how much better you are with him? Would you look to him and set your heart to respond to the simple fact that we are better together with God? There's no other name greater than his.